Want to lower your 2023 taxes with strategies like charitable giving, retirement plan contributions, and medical expenses? Small moves now could save you thousands. Let's get some perspective. Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. We're so glad that you joined us. My name is Sean Peters. I'm joined as always by my co-host and father-in-law, Bob Barber. And today we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite topic, taxes. Just kidding. So these are <laughs> strategies, though, to help you with your year-end tax planning. And we're bringing this to you in early November, so there is still time. So if you hear anything in this program today and you want to implement it, hopefully there's still time. However, we do want to bring bring this with a warning. Mm -hmm. If you listen to today's program, it could help you save thousands of dollars possibly in tax. So if you don't like that, you might want to stop listening here. Yeah. Go, we'll we'll go watch a paid subscription yep. service of something. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll, give, that way. we'll give everyone a second yeah. if they want to leave. Okay. Those of you who are still here... Let's get into it. So we're going to get through this in about 15 minutes, so it's worth about, what, $100 per minute? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so, yeah okay. awesome. At least, at least that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Obviously, results may vary. depends on what your tax situation yeah, that's is. That's exactly right. <laughs> However, yeah. let's uh, go ahead and start with the scripture. Mark 12, 16 through 17. They brought the coin, and he asked them, whose image is this? By the way, we're talking about Jesus here. Yeah, right. Whose image is this? And whose inscription? Caesar's, they replied. Then Jesus said to them, Give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. And they were amazed at him. I've always loved this verse. I remember my dad would always say, You give to Caesar what is Caesar's, but the part that I guess Jesus left off or implied was, and not a penny more. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. that's really what this is about. Is mm -hmm. It's you know talking about legal tax strategies because yes, you need to pay taxes that are owed, but that doesn't mean you need to pay any more than you have to. And that's you, the goal here. And, and believe it or not, I've heard Ron Blue say this: don't complain about paying taxes. That's God's provision. Yeah, and, and you can always pay less. Yeah. just make less. Just make less. Yeah, exactly. And, and please be honest about your taxes. Don't try to hide income. It's not a good idea. And you know, I've heard people say, "Well, you need to pay me in cash." And I'm like, "Well, why? Well, so I don't have to report it." Well, that's wrong. I don't care how you look at it. That's wrong. Yep. You need to report it. <laughs> that's right. Okay. So, before we get started on the year in tax strategies for 2023, we encourage you to run any of the things that we talk about. We make sure run them by your CPA or other tax professional. These strategies are very individualized to the person using them, so they may or may not apply. And we are not tax professionals, so we're, we're doing this in good faith to try to help point you in the right direction. So with all the fun legal disclaimers, I guess, out yeah, of the yeah, way, exactly. let's get started. So I think the first thing as we get started is to know this number throughout all of these strategies. Mm -hmm. And that is the standard deduction. And the standard right. deduction for 2023 for a single person is $13,850. And for a married couple filing jointly, it's twenty-seven thousand seven hundred. That's where most of us fall. Yeah. Now, if you're single and you have a dependent at home, um, you can that that goes to twenty thousand eight hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. So the reason we we're going to go over this is because you gotta you gotta get over these standard deductions for the itemized deductions to make any sense. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So if you already know just ballpark that you're not going to be really even close to those numbers, 
don't waste your time doing the itemized deductions. But we're going to tell on. you how those itemized deductions can add up to more than the standard deductions so that mm-hmm. you do have some tax. Which is great. Yeah. Uh, strategies here and some, you know, take take some money off of those taxes. Okay. okay. Now, the, the one exception to that standard deduction is sometimes there may be a qualifying disaster in your area, like yeah. hurricane or wildfire. So again, talk with your CPA or tax professional, look into that. But these are just the standards. Because that so, can be a deduction. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So okay. once you figure out your standard deduction for your particular area, you then have a choice to claim it or use the itemized deductions if they're, again, more than the standard deduction. But you can't do both. So either use the standard or you itemize. Okay, so some things we're going. To, so we're going to get into ten of these very, very quickly. Um, we want to point out many of you think about your property taxes right up front. That is a, usually a standard deduction, but the max you can go there is ten thousand um, dollars. Yeah. So if you have uh, two homes, like you know, we have a second home in Rockport, Texas. The two, our two homes total more. The, the property taxes total more than ten thousand dollars, but we can only take. 10,000. Right. Okay. It's the same way with mortgage interest, which is a really big one that most of you all think about. Um, the maximum amount that you can take f- towards the mortgage, think about your loan. If your loan is between 750 and $350,000, they, you can only deduct the interest on that amount of money. Okay. Yeah. 350 if filing separately, 750 filing jointly. So if you right. have a really large expensive home, you may not be able to deduct all of that. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, we don't have many that fit into that category. That, but if you owe, if you owe nine hundred thousand, if you had a nine hundred thousand dollar mortgage, yeah, you're only going to get get to deduct the interest on seven hundred and fifty thousand of that. Okay. So all right. Strategy number one. Strategy number one: lump together all the itemized deductions so you can get over the standard deduction limit. Exactly. Yep. And you want to try to do this. Sometimes what this means is is taking uh, deductions that you can take and putting them into one year versus mm-hmm. two different years. Right. So two ex- two good examples of that would be, let's say your property taxes are around five thousand mm-hmm. dollars for for the year. Well, you could go ahead and pay the latest tax bill that you had, as well as next year's property taxes before the end of the year. So you at least get that 10K. And then in that given tax year, you'd be able to deduct the full amount from both years. The downside, of course, is the next year, you're not going to be able to deduct any of the property right. tax. Yeah. But, but again, depending on your situation, it could it, it could be a good thing to do. So here's your tax strategy, year in tax strategy right now. If yep. you paid your taxes and they were around 5000 yeah, for property taxes, if you paid that in January of this year, go ahead and pay before December 31st of this year. Yep. Okay. But but then again, you won't have the deduction for next year, but now that should total uh, to be enough to get you up yeah. there towards that standard deduction. And another one might be charitable giving. So maybe you make your giving at the end of the year, but if you can afford it from a cash flow perspective, maybe go ahead and do both years at once mm-hmm. before the end of the year for your charitable charitable giving. And why would you want to do either of these? Why would you want to do this or maybe do the double property taxes? Well, what if you got a, a bonus this year, for example, and next year you don't know if you're going to necessarily get that? Right. Okay, well, this that would be a great example of why you might want to go ahead and double up on some of those normal annual things is to try to help reduce those taxes. Tax strategy number two. This is the one, Sean, that I see 
probably 90% of our audience and of our clients here not taking advantage of, and I don't know why, but they're not maxing out their qualified retirement plans. So strategy number two is max out qualified plans. And we're talking about that 401k you may have, a 403b if you work for a nonprofit or a hospital, 457 or TSP plan if you work for like a government agency. You you can really put a lot of money away. Um, For this year, you can put twenty two thousand up to twenty two thousand five hundred dollars in mm-hmm. that qualified retirement plan from your side. This is without the match, okay? Right. Not including the employer match. And if you're over fifty, you can add another seventy five hundred to that. So mm-hmm. now you're, you're you're getting up to thirty thousand. This is if you That's can right. afford if to do it now. If you're fifty Sean, or older, think about this. I meet people all the time. They're putting ten thousand dollars in their plan, and they could put that. 22.5. Yep. But let's just say they put another 10 and they're in a, in that, the, the higher tax bracket that mm-hmm. it's, it's like 24%. Sure. You have immediately saved $2,400 by getting this idea. That's right. Right now that quick. And we're just at the, at the second strategy. Yeah. Okay. So max out the qualified plan. It's basically the, uh, and that's good advice in general, not even just from a tax perspective, Yep. just because it allows you to put away more for the long run and do that before you even look at, oh, maybe I should add some more money to a non-qualified account, to a taxable account. No, max out your 401k. Get that deduction. And then we mentioned uh, tax strategy number three was a large year in gifts to charities. That's right. You need to understand here too, it doesn't have to be cash. It can be things like stocks or maybe a, a, a property, small lot that you have that you're, you don't plan on building anything on it. You've had it forever. It's just growing yeah. grass on it and costing you taxes and maintenance every year, getting, keeping it mowed for the city. You can even donate, you can even donate old cars. There's, uh, yeah. there's service. There's I always hear the advertisement yeah. cars for kids. <laughs> I, I've sung that song in my head. Now I hear them singing that song and I'm like, get that out of my head. <laughs> there's a limit to what you can put. Most people were not going to fall into that limit, Sean. Sure. But it's up to 60% of your adjusted gross income. And certain types of donations may be limited to 20, 30, or even 50%, depending on the type of right. contribution when it comes, like like the car mm-hmm. or the property. That's right? right. All right. So tax strategy number four, sales tax. Buy the new car if you need one, <laughs> but there's a $10,000 limit with property taxes. So it comes under the same rules. Right. So you have your property taxes. Let's say your property taxes for $7,000. You can, but you're going to go out and buy a new car and, and the sales tax is $3,000. Mm-hmm. You can add those together. You're at your $10,000. Nice. Okay. okay. I'm do not. So they're not I, exclusive, I, is what we're saying. And I'm here not is, saying don't go buy a new car for that reason, please. <laughs> I mean, that well, new cars be, depreciate. It could be new to you. It, yeah, could, no, be, right. it could be new. It, we're not necessarily saying you need to buy a actual brand new car. But let's say your property taxes are a little bit lower. Maybe they're only thirty five hundred. So you could pay this year and next year's, and then the car. They're like, well, we did need to get the car anyway. We've been saving up and thinking about it. And if the property tax on that is around 3000 or so like okay great well then the sales between tax, the sales yeah. tax yeah. yeah sorry the sales tax and the doubling up in the property tax there you go now at your at your 10k that's your incentive now to buy before the end of the year buy yeah. that buy that, <laughs> that that shiny new car or that shiny new used car mm-hmm. right 
boy, this is a one. This is one I see a lot of people miss out on. Okay, Stack, tax strategy number five. You're going to see an immediate tax advantage here. Probably going to save you, um, depending on what bracket you're in. But let's just say twenty percent here. You know, mm-hmm. you're 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 going to save maybe thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars right here again. So the strategy number five is the health savings account. Yeah. So you want to try out. to max out those because. It's got to help you reduce the taxes, but also that means there's more money that you can actually use for yourself and your family. And you can put $3,850 in there if you're an individual, $7,750 if you're, you know, family, all right? Plus, if you're above 55, you can add another 1000 to that. So, Sean, all of a sudden, now you're at $8,750. Mm-hmm. You're at that 20% bracket. You, you realize... For some people, we've already saved them four or five thousand from this first uh, ten or twelve minutes. And I accept <laughs> tips uh, in cash or check. <laughs> We're going to have to zip through these to get through the rest of these. So you're in tax strategy number six is medical procedures. Mm-hmm. Now this is limited to seven and a half percent of your income, but if you're going to get a medical procedure anyway, and maybe possibly do that before the end of the year. But let's say you make a hundred thousand, it's got to go over seventy five hundred dollars. Right to cost you and normally you're going to hit your yeah and that's elective or mandatory just if there's been something that you've been needing or wanting to get done uh well there's an option i always say spend the money on yourself or your family or a charity if you can do that instead of giving the government more money now sean you know this is this next strategy number eight is one we use a lot around here yep right we we always look at december and we say what do we need so strategy number eight business equipment Mm -hmm. so If you own a business and there's something you need with furniture, copiers, automobiles, I know my, my dad's been in farming and mining for a long time and he would always tell me, well, I guess we need new tires. And when you have big machines, those tires are expensive. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's, may as well spend it on something you can use. And maybe you just have a small home business, uh, and yeah. you, but you need a new computer. Yeah. Go, go ahead and buy that. That That is a business deduction. That's it's right. considered business equipment. So strategy number eight, tax loss harvesting. If you have investments that have fallen below your purchase price, Mm -hmm. use the resulting loss to offset capital gains in future. And you say, maybe you're like, well, I don't want to sell that. Well, you can buy it back in 31 days. So um, it's it's a great idea. You know, Sean, I used this last year in a huge way because we had a property that we sold on a major highway that had a big gain in it. And last year when the market was down, I – pretty much sold out my portfolio in the bottom of the market, then bought back a a like kind portfolio, but not the exact same holding. Because you can't buy the same holding. No, you can't. Waited 31, 32 days, then I went back in and and went back into those holdings. Well, we we did the same thing for our clients too in taxable accounts as we made sure to, well, hey, let's go ahead and do some tax loss harvesting. And so then in, in future good years, if you can't use it this year, then you've got some tax losses you can write off. This is a big one I think a lot of people don't think about. Right. But a very, Tax strategy very number three is use your required minimum distributions or if, RMDs. If you're, if you're 73 right. or above. And, you, and you, have, you have them. But use your RMDs and direct them to charity. It's known as a qualified charitable distribution, QCD. Yeah. Right. So we say do this, and we emphasize this to, to our clients here, and I think it's a great idea. Um, if you're a tither and you know this is Christian Financial Perspectives, or, and you give the charities, instead of giving cash, give from your IRAs. That's right. Your RMDs, if you're in that stage. Now, exactly. That, that's if you're above 73. I know our listeners are, are younger <laughs> because it is YouTube and uh, podcasts. 
tell your grandma and grandpa about this one, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then we've come down to our 10th one. That's right. Number 10, income timing. And I'll yeah. let you cover this one. Okay. Well, this has a lot to do, and, and I work with a lot of people that get bonuses at mm-hmm. the end of the year. And uh, they may not get that bonus next year. Uh, they may be retiring next year. So see if you can delay getting that bonus until next year when you're in a lower tax bracket. That's right. That's the main yep. thing. Yep. And I I think the when you're going to be retiring next year, that is yeah definitely the, the perfect one where if you think, I'm going to be working until the start of the summer next year, well, ask your employer, hey, instead of giving me the Christmas bonus, can you give me that bonus in March? Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. There's 10 strategies. I think if we were to total these up, it'd be a lot more than the $1,500 we talked to you about. But I, I hope this has been very productive for you. We, this is about 15-minute program today, so it's about, about $100 yep. per minute. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and obviously, uh, all, all joking aside, yeah, don't don't send us actually any cash tips or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, right. No, we don't uh, want Too those. many compliance issues. Yeah. So, But you can comment, like this video, share it with your friends, subscribe. Uh, all those would be much appreciated. So thank you. And as always, God bless you. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA, Christian Financial Advisors, a registered investment advisor registered with the SEC. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the hosts, Bob Barber and Sean Peters, and their guests. Bob and Sean do not provide tax advice and encourage you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.